0: If you've been watching the news this week, you'll know the Liberal Democrat Party conference is about to start in Liverpool. But they're not the only group of strangely dressed, vaguely suspicious looking people about to descend on the city. It can only mean one thing. This is Beetle City, merging where
1: it it's an outdoor preview, step on someone's toes, you wanna like Ken Bigley, if you don't like it then touch it, we can pop you like ice
0: Strangely dressed and vaguely suspicious. I was talking about artists, of course, because this week is the beginning of Liverpool Biennial. But what exactly is Liverpool Biennial? Well, um, it's got a theme, touched. Most of the previous Biennials in Liverpool have had a theme. The last one was made up, which is sort of a pun on on creativity and also uh, a a popular Scouse saying. You know, I'm made up about that. I'm not going to try and do a Scouse accent. Um, It's also got a logo. looks kind of like two dogs. I think it's supposed to be wolves melded together, overtones of Cerberus perhaps, or an experiment with two teleporters gone wrong. So not many, not many clues there. But we thought we might, just might, find some answers at the Liverpool Biennial press conference. So that's where we're going to head now. So here I am, I'm having to whisper, um, because the press conference is going on, um, just at the other end of the room. It's all a bit dry, so I'll, I'll spare you having to listen in and um, just give you some of the highlights. Louis Biggs, director of the Liverpool Biennial, has just been saying some... Quite interesting things about the theme of this year's festival. Uh, Touched, just to reiterate, um, he's quoted Oscar Wilde. There are some people who know the price of everything, but the value of nothing. Um, He's talked about the global financial crisis and how that relates to the art world. Both trade valueless pieces of paper, he seems to be saying. And uh, he's interested in finding art that has a value beyond the price tag that is sometimes attached to it. Whether that's um, a barb comment about some of the prices the work of, say, Damien Hirst have been reaching at auction, I don't know. But what he is definitely saying is that he's interested in art with another kind of value, um, art that touches people's hearts and minds, that phrase, um, art that moves people. And it's, you know, it's quite a moving sentiment in itself. Of course, the Biennial isn't just about touched. That's just the theme of what's called the International Exhibition. Lewis Biggs and his team working with the biggest galleries in the city, including the Tate, uh, bringing big-name artists from around the world into Liverpool, some of them exhibiting for the first time in the UK. But there is a lot more to it than that. Um, The Independence, for example, a fringe exhibition that is actually larger than the official biennial this year, by sheer numbers, if, if not by the size of its purse, and there's a few more strands besides. The level of variety, in fact, is so much that my opening question should have been not what is the biennial, but where do I start? Well, a good a good place to start as any. This being a podcast commissioned by Mercy, is the cooperative, uh, the project Mercy is involved in. It's a project involving seven long-standing art groups uh, from Liverpool. Normally, they'd be part of the Independence Biennial, but this time they've chosen to throw their lot in together uh, and take over the old Rapid Paint Shop in the centre of the city. Um, hence, the cooperative. Here's who they are:
1: the Cooperative, a quick list for the enlightenment. One. The well standard. standard. Two, Two. jump, ship, rat. Three, mercy. Four, red wire. Six, five. five, arena. Six, sound net- network. Seven. Seven, the lost soul Four. and stranger, stranger service, service station. Station. station.
0: Here I am in the bowels of the cooperative, the belly of the beast, so to speak. Now the sound you can hear behind me is the sound of raw art. Art in Potentia uh, If you like I have to speak quite quietly In case it explodes um, Now what you just heard Was uh, simply a list But if you're in Liverpool And familiar with any of the ne- of those names You'll know what a strong lineup of talent that is The first exhibition opening at the co-op Showcasing the work of Nicky McCubbin Opens on Friday, September 17th If you're listening to the podcast On the day of release That's today There'll be a launch party From 4pm till 9 Just one of just one of the stops on the free booze trail that is the opening weekend of the Biennial, but an important one nonetheless. On Saturday the 18th, there will also be a performance by Michael Mayhew, one of the UK's foremost live artists. He'll be down here in the basement, harnessing this raw art uh, that's currently flying about. In fact, there's a whole rolling programme of exhibitions and, event, and events for the entire ten weeks of the Biennial, uh, more info of which is on the Mercy website. now, a wee break from my voice in the form of a song.
1: So full of misery And heavy as the rest of me Heavy as the rest of me
0: Wow, the end of that tune is, is gorgeous. Uh, I feel like it It reminds me of um, something off the end of a uh, side the Beatles put out in 1963 or something. It's uh, all these atmospheric organ sounds and John Lennon speaking over the top in a, a, a Cod Scottish accent, reading out a little uh, Christmas message. Uh, oh, actually, that was a, a, a song by, by Wave Machines. It was a demo version uh, of a song that appears on their album. It's called... Uh, carry me back to my home. Um, the album was called Wave If You're Really There. It came out last year. Uh, if you haven't heard of them already, you can find out more about them on MySpace. It's myspace.com forward slash mywavemachine. Now, uh, to finish up for this week, we're going to take a look at the John Moores Painting Prize. Of all the strains of the biennial, um, the John Moores Painting Prize is Definitely at the posher end of things. Actually, it's not that posh. I mean, normally you'd swing by the Walker Art Gallery where the the John Moores is held. Um, You'd swing by on launch day to pick up some fairly fancy grub and a few litres of free wine, but it seems that the Coalition Government's age of austerity is truly upon us. Um, All we managed to get our hands on this year is some sandwiches and a few cups of tea. Um, Still, the prize is as big as ever. £25,000 for the winner, £2,500 for each of the runners-up. It's not to be sniffed at. Um, 45 works are shortlisted for this year's prize, including a painting by Tim Ellis. Uh, he exhibited with mercy, actually, at the Arena Gallery a few years ago when he still lived in Liverpool. Um, he hasn't won it, though, so without further ado, let's find out who has. And now for the very
1: exciting bit. The winner of the John Lewis Painting Prize 2010 is Keith Coventry.
0: So, Keith Coventry. um, Sorry about the quality of that audio there. Um, That was lifted directly from the uh, prize-winning announcement web stream and there was a bit of delay on it. So Sorry we can't bring you more of Keith's speech. Oh, Burnley-born, London-based artist. He's going home with a a much heavier wallet than he arrived with. The name of the painting uh, that he won with uh, is almost worth the price alone. Spectrum Jesus it's called. Um, a, A blue thing with the face of the face of our Lord, looking out in more blue, like a, a, a dodgy respray on the side of a van, to my mind. Personally, I'm not a fan. Um, more taken with Adam Fearon's uh, painting, Untitled. So reddish canvas uh, canvas hanging partly off its frame, like a cheeky off-the-shoulder number. But there's something for everyone here, as ever. Uh, a painting that uses new language, quite abstract. uh painting that uses old language, more figurative. And, and paintings that use a mixture of the two, everything. Basically, from something resembling the, the floor of a pigeon coop to something resembling a, a yellow pages that's been l- left out on the doorstep in the rain. I just want to go back to the issue of money in conclusion. I joked about the buffet, but there's something much more serious going on here. Um, David Fleming the boss of National Museums Liverpool which helps to run the John Moore's prize used um, the prize giving speech to make a point about the funding cuts that Liverpool's museums are facing, distressingly so in fact as they're supposed to be on the verge of opening a new building, one it seems they may not be able to afford at least not without laying people off. Phil Redmond um, the chairman of uh, National Museums Liverpool who would normally be at the price-giving speech actually had to to duck out because he he was in London having a meeting with the culture secretary to try and sort out the mess. It's a frightening reminder, really, of the spectre that despite all these celebrations, is hanging over the, the whole art scene at the moment.
1: God, what a downer to finish on. Sorry about that. And thank you for listening. For more info on what's going on at the cooperative, go to mercyonline.co.uk.